Hi, everyone. Welcome to a, another Star Wars retrospective. We are now on the last film of the original trilogy, Return of the Jedi. I'm Flynn. I'm Gianni. We're joined once again by Luke. Thanks for having me, guys. Luke is a big fan of Return of the Jedi, yeah? Big fan. Big yeah. fan. It's actually my favorite Star Wars movie. Hmm. Where so, do we want to start with this? Um, it came out on May 25th, 1983, directed by Richard Marquand. And um, we see our heroes kind of... In a, in a catastrophe in the beginning of the film. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, because Empire just left them in disarray like, yeah. in yeah. every way possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I loved Empire so much, because like, the campiness of 4 was great, but then Empire got dark, and yeah. then Jedi brought it home. Yeah, yeah. Empire leaves us kind of on a cliff, hanging from a cliff, cliffhanger. Um, <laughs> as, as our heroes are kind of... It's kind of the peak of the story of, of the original trilogy, like the the where do you go from here moment um and we right right and you know we're we're kind of scattered a little bit han's gone he's frozen in carbonite um and we kind of don't know what our next step is but we go into return of the jedi um which opening of return of the jedi the the jabba's palace set piece is some of the best star wars it is so much fun um we see Luke Skywalker is now in this movie. He is really a, a Jedi master at this point. Um, we see him with his green lightsaber, which is still probably the best lightsaber in all of Star Wars. Agreed. I own a replica. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the thin emitter. It's just I remember being a kid and watching Return of the Jedi just thinking, man, I want that. Well, it's not <laughs> even just that, too. It's like the way that all they did was change his costume, mm-hmm. and he felt like a completely different character. Right. Yeah. Because we didn't see the aftermath of Dagobah. Mm -hmm. Like, we just knew that Luke was leaving because he had to when he got to Cloud City. Right. Mm -hmm. But then after Cloud City, we saw the changed Luke in that Tatooine scene. And, like, of course, it comes back to Tatooine because it's where he grew up. Of course, yeah. So it was, like, a really cool full circle thing Mm -hmm. to be, like, you start episode four at Tatooine and you start episode six at Tatooine. For sure. And he's no longer that boy from Tatooine, right? He's not a moisture farmer anymore. Really? Complaining about going to Tashi (laughs) Station when it comes to power converters. Yeah, he kind of has that that grow-up moment, not just in the training, but but when he has this confrontation with Darth Vader on Bespin, that's kind of the moment Mm -hmm. where things change, and, and Luke's... A full adult now. It's like um, the hero's journey. Yeah, like, exactly. He went through those events like Odysseus and the Odyssey. Right. And, like, like now he's been through it. Like, yeah. He is Luke Skywalker. Like, because obviously, like, th- like for, as Star Wars fans now, we know him as like the Jedi. Like, right. if you think of Jedi, like if your brain is going to Luke Skywalker, it probably goes Anakin. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But Luke is that guy. Like, and in the the new trilogy. He he's known as like throughout the universe as that. This is right. that Luke. This is the beginning of that Luke. Right. And I, that's probably why I love this movie the most of mm-hmm. the three too. Because for me, Star Wars is Luke Skywalker's story, and like that it was the culmination of it. And just Mark Hamill delivered a great performance in those movies. Like for sure. And and just Return of the Jedi. Like as a kid, I loved it so much. And you know, as a kid, like sometimes it changes when you get older. Yeah. Like yeah. those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies that are live action. I love <laughs> them as of a the kid. Years. Now they're just like, ugh. But no, Return of the Jedi held up for me and mm. just like, wow, like that movie did that. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, we we get a <laughs> we get Boba Fett getting to do a little bit more in this movie <laughs> in the first act, and he's the biggest tease character yeah. ever. <laughs> like they really made up for it with all the expanded universe mm. stuff. But like just from four, five, and six standpoint, you see him in one shot in four. 
you see him like twice in five, yeah. and then in six you see him die. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler. Bo- Boba Fett in the in the main canon just films does nothing, uh, and I think it's so funny. It's hilarious, and yeah. he's such a beloved character. Yeah. Even before like the Clone Wars and like all right. the extra stuff, like. And it speaks to how cool that that design of that character is. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, the the stuff in in Jabba's palace is so cool it's so much fun we get a little it's kind of like a heist at points because we have leia get captured and then so now luke has to come and rescue both of them um there's the stuff with lando in that scene uh because we thought lando had betrayed everybody yeah and it was like okay like yeah we we get that yeah and and now which is very very on point for lando's right yeah it's it's so good and uh we get the little um the little moment where everybody's nodding to each other oh, when yeah. they're on the skiff as <laughs> as R2. Just, you could probably just throw like Ocean's Eleven music over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so when R2 sends Luke's lightsaber to him, so good, so much fun. And we and we see Luke just wildly swinging around on that skiff. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. Very dangerous, but he's a Jedi master, so everything turns out fine. He could sense who he didn't want exactly. to see. Exactly. Yeah, no. Yeah. I And that scene alone is just so cool. Yeah. Like, I had to do a project where it was, like, the theme song of my life, and I took clips from my favorite movies, and that clip of Luke just, like, hacking and stuff <laughs> is in that. Like, he does the flip, and then he just starts swinging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets a lot of hacking moments yeah. in this film, too. I think we really see kind of the angry side of Luke Skywalker, yes. too, well, here. Well, because of all the stuff with his dad. You yeah. Know? Daddy issues are real. Daddy issues are very real. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars <laughs> is not afraid to tackle the big issues. That's right. <laughs> Um, second Death Star is in this film. Yeah. Which, that um, was so cool, too, because, like, obviously the Death Star itself was awesome, like, mm. just seeing that, but, like, the fact that they made it unfinished, like, I yeah. thought that went a Visually, long way. yeah. Like, just every, like, the story, because the Empire was rebuilding from mm-hmm. these little rebels screwing yeah. them up. Yep. And it's, like, even though they're the Empire in control of the galaxy, they're still, like, they still have to rebuild that whole station, <laughs> yeah. you know? And visually, it looked so cool, unfinished. Now, Lego set-wise, it was very frustrating, but, but <laughs> yeah, visually awesome. I can imagine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when when I think of Return of the Jedi, I, I really think of fun. I think that this is a fun... I think that, that everything on the forest mode of Endor is really fun. Um, Ewoks, get a, <laughs> Ewoks get a bad rap at times, but I love Ewoks. I love and they're Ewoks, fun. too. Yeah. Like, Especially now that, like, because I'm not a Porg guy. Mm-hmm. Especially because okay. pe- people are like, Porgs or Ewoks. I'm like, Ewoks every day, bro. They can at least fight with you, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you don't they have spears. It. You don't expect it from an Ewok. We don't know the full capabilities of a Porg yet, okay? You tell me we're going to see. This is, this is Gianni's bold prediction for episode nine. <laughs> yeah. That Porgs will bring down. Porgs will bring order. balance to the force. Listen, yes. there we that see them. Made me cringe. <laughs> <laughs> we see them nesting in the Millennium Falcon, so you never know if maybe a porg is going to pull up on some wire and and start steering the Falcon. See, realistically, it I just think it's a product placement for like Popeyes or Chick Fil A that Chewie's just going to be snacking <laughs> oh, on porgs. No. He already tried to. He so. tried. He didn't do it. He yet. He. he he murdered a porg and, and roasted it, but <laughs> he didn't need it. Hey, if we have learned anything from these movies, it's let the Wookiee win. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else do you guys want to talk about about Return so, of the Jedi? I think, like, like the point you brought up how it was, like, a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Like, episode four introduced everything, which is just a challenge in itself. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, the most fun movie, but it had a good ending yeah. in case they didn't get to do another um, Empire was just like, oh, literally all is lost. Everything's screwed. Yeah. Like, now what? Because they knew they had the leverage to do that this time. Because mm-hmm. if they did it with four, we would have, we might have never seen another. Right. But because four is a contained movie, it worked. But then Return of the Jedi is that fun movie. And I feel like for me as a kid, 
that was just like what sold me on Star Wars completely mm. was seeing the end of that trilogy and being like, yeah. wow, like that story was so cool. Yeah. And like Endor itself was just my favorite. It's it might still be my favorite planet. Sure. They've introduced a lot more yeah. since. I'm a, I'm a Camino guy too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but like Endor like itself is just a cool set. And then learning that it's like San Francisco where they filmed it. Yeah. Like yeah. that's ridiculous. Like just. It's so cool. Like, one yeah. of my friends went to school there, and he sends me Snapchats when they go hiking. Oh, that's awesome. I'm like, bro, yeah. you're in that door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the heck? <laughs> but, yeah, no, I just feel like the movie itself is what it, exactly what it needed to be mm-hmm. in 83, and still now is that. Yeah, for sure. I feel like uh, looking back on this movie, I feel like sometimes it gets a, a bit of a bad rap, and, and some people... It really does. Yeah, I, and, I mean, it followed up Empire. Yeah, for sure. But it's, it's weird. Even though it's probably the the third out of three for me for the original trilogy that doesn't mean i don't love it with all my heart it just speaks to how great the original trilogy is um but i feel like as people revisit it some people tend to think that it's it's bad or that it doesn't measure up to either and i just completely disagree it's just that it's a different type of movie and as much as i love the sequel trilogy if this was the end of this saga it would have worked perfectly. Yeah, I, yeah. I I I love the it's it's cheesy, but the celebration at the end of Return of the Jedi on Endor, um, on the Force move of Endor with it, the Force ghosts and everybody celebrating, and George Lucas retconned it and added other celebrations, <laughs> so we get to see the Gungans celebrating then too, which I know everybody was clamoring for. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm always wondering what are the Gungans up exactly. to exactly. So uh, to see just the the galaxy liberated in that moment is is so rewarding, um, and to see Luke Skywalker's journey sort of end on that as like he's he's peaked in his powers and he defeats the Empire while also saving the soul of his father and and helping to redeem him and getting that last moment and it it just adds so much more complexity to Vader's character. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so true to who Luke is to try and to try and save somebody like that and to lead with love. Um, and it's it's a really good satisfying conclusion if the series ends right there. Yeah. And to me, I mean that's everything, right? Yeah. With this film, uh the redemption of Darth Vader. Yeah. Uh Luke is a character. He's the perfect protagonist because he is beat down in all yeah. three of these films constantly and he still gets back up and he's still looking for the good and looking for that way to win and he's eager to win. Um but he's also like I said, he's looking for the good in his father. And I think that redemption of Darth Vader, to me, is what makes this that perfect culmination, especially when you have the prequels as a companion piece. Yeah. Um, if anything, I would think that this film should be held in higher regard um, even today, even though, like you were saying, it's kind of been the bad apple of the yeah. bunch on people's lists. But yeah, yeah I think it's, it's really it's, great. I mean, I know it's like everybody has their own personal opinions because sure. like, ranking them, like I would say episode one's my favorite of the prequels and episode six is my favorite of the original trilogy which are both hot takes yeah (laughs) but but like that's the beauty of it is like this story is just so universal so many people can enjoy it luke is such a beloved character like i'd think it's safe to say he's my favorite movie character but like in general like this movie just did what it had to do and did it in a fun way because they could have made another dark movie like empire yeah sure but I think it would have felt forced. Right. Like, I feel like Empire forced. had the right tone for the right movie, and then Jedi had the right tone for the right movie right. as well, you know? Yeah, for sure. And and I think that I think something that's so cool about Star Wars when you can have, like, 
conversations about it because there's always going to be with with every franchise the the people on the internet that just kind of like hate to hate and and want to you know have like disparaging conversations about everything and just tear things down um and the star wars fan base certainly has a lot of that you see on the internet but when you can yeah for sure but when you can talk to people about star wars and and see like well some people really like Rogue One and some people don't really like Rogue One and to see like what you value in your Star Wars because ultimately it means something different to to everybody um but because it's so meaningful in those moments um is why it survived today and why it's still so popular today because it means something that can be different for everybody but Star Wars still tugs on the heartstrings and and gives you something that you can relate to and something you can believe in um, and I think that's really the beauty of Star Wars, and it certainly shines through in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we touched on it earlier a little bit, but the rebuilding of the Empire in this film, mm-hmm. the stakes are still so high for the heroes, yeah. and I think that's also what kind of keeps that perfect balance between dark and light throughout the film, of, of it being this kind of campy, you know, we have the Ewoks in the film, <laughs> but then it's also like, oh yeah, the Death Star could also decimate yeah. this planet at any, at any moment, moment, you yeah. know? And, and it's like interesting that you say that too, because like four, the Empire's in control. Five, it's like you can see the Rebels are starting to get somewhere mm-hmm. because of the end of four, but then it's like, no, Empire steps on them again. Yeah. And then six is like the first time the Rebels really have a shot. And like, I love too that, like I said before, how they went back to tattooing, but mm. they also added in the forest moon of Endor because right. we hadn't really seen a forest like setting yet. Yeah. Because like through the three movies, like those three alone, if that was the only Star Wars we ever got, we got a good variety of planets. Yeah. And I loved that where like, I mean, like Tatooine's great, mm-hmm. but I'm so glad they left Tatooine. Right. Because Endor is such a great location. Yeah. And like for the battle they had where it was like half in space with Lando flying the Falcon yeah. and then like half on the ground with Han just like begrudgingly shooting stormtroopers yeah. still three movies later. Yeah, Han like, is just going on this goofy journey and, and, like, and I'm just here. tapping <laughs> troopers' shoulders <laughs> and running around. And, and then like so Chewie much fun. pops up in the, in the water. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, ah, oh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I just love that because it's it's like you want the variety. When yes, you're in like yeah. a galaxy, you want to see more of the galaxy. And we've certainly gotten a very good taste of it now. Yeah. Like being spoiled with almost 11 movies. We're like, oh, we're yeah. about to have the 11th movie. Yeah. Uh, three TV shows. Mandalorian's lit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the way. But but yeah no like I'm I'm just getting giddy thinking about returning. To yeah, that. me me too. I I'm I'm definitely feeling it as well. And and I mean talking about how great of a location Endor is, it's so interesting looking at the original trilogy because the those locations don't need to have like a like a deep like Tatooine's a desert, Hoth is snowy, Dagobah's a swamp. They're stereotypes. Yeah, Endor's a force. Fine. They're just the the simplest location types, but they're they find a way to, to infuse them with so much life and so much character that you don't feel like Endor is just any forest. You you really feel like it's this own location. And Tatooine, you don't feel like it's any desert. It's it's this sort of murky place where, um, you know, scum and villainy love to play. Uh, and city. <laughs> 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 just kidding, it's better now. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, being able to do that in in these sets... Um, to have such a simple base 
uh, but to be able to infuse life in them is really good. Well, and that's and, part of the reason why these movies worked. Right. Was like back then, like the visual effects weren't where it needed to be. Cause yeah. like now in the Mandalorian, I think it's the best Star Wars has ever looked mm-hmm. aliens mm-hmm. wise and the sets just cause like the technology is ridiculous. Now what you can do, you can literally like create bases. Yeah. You know? But like back then they had to, they had, they were the pioneers of it, right. you know? And, like, some of those sets and some of those aliens, like, are some of the most memorable images of movies for mm-hmm. me, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think the production design is really the reason that those movies hold up so well yeah. over the years. Um, and Return of the Jedi just improves so much on, on all fronts. I mean, the special effects team did a great job. It's just a really good-looking film mm-hmm. uh, for having come out in 1983. And I'm sure at the time it looked amazing, yeah, my, as yeah, did my. the previous two films. Yeah. So, yeah, all of that together, I think, like I said earlier, it really makes it, I think, that perfect culmination for me of those first two films. And then once you have the prequels as a companion piece, I think it works so well. Yeah. 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 Visually, I, I love the color palette of Return yeah. of the Jedi, the, the yellows, the greens, the earthy tones. Um, so visually, this movie, yeah, really just is great and and it, it makes you feel good watching it yeah it really and, does. and we see the most of the emperor in this mm-hmm. film we too do. um we see him die but we also yeah. see really the height of his powers right yeah yeah um yeah he's well, a that menace whole scene <laughs> is so cool though because like force lightning is nuts yeah. yeah like and even like the 83 effects still did the job like whoa yeah, yeah. and i remember that was really scary looking yeah. too oh, like as was. a kid to mm-hmm. see luke like that like oh yeah but, i was so sad yeah <laughs> yeah like luke no <laughs> but then his dad steps in and yeah and, like, and we get like that moment perfect, yeah like, like Star Wars. Yeah. Yep. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, we get the, the soul-saving moment of, yeah. of, of Vader tossing the Emperor down a laundry chute. <laughs> Which, like, if you think about Star Wars, though, like, a lot of times, like, there's this whole universe, and there's all these people, but it's really, like, a select, like, handful of people yeah. that actually control what's going on, and that's what these movies and shows follow, and I love that. Yeah. Because it, it's almost like a reality show. And, like, we're watching the, the people on a reality yeah. show, and they're just like, oh, this is our galaxy. Yeah, the, like, these the, are our planets. The Skywalker family drama. Yeah, it's like keeping up with the Skywalkers. Yeah. yeah. But, but for real, though, like, I just love seeing that story come to such a nice end. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, the prequels supplementing it, learning about Anakin, learning about Luke and Leia's mother. Like, everything like that is just so cool. Because, like, the fact that Luke has pulled this off, too. Like, yeah. Luke, like the, this alone is just, like, Damn. Yeah. Like, he managed to make three movies that were numbered four, five, and six in, like, the 80s and 70s, and then go back and make one, two, and three, and yeah. it all makes sense, and it'd be, like, the best grossing movie franchise For ever. Sure. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, that sentence is so dumb, yeah. but I love it. Yeah, it speaks to the, the creativity of George Lucas, and, you know, from from A New Hope, it kind of just sets up, like, like everything we need, uh, and the it's... A New Hope might be the best base ever made to oh, build yeah. off of for, for a, a franchise. franchise. 100% agree. Um, like the best launching point because everything after it doesn't work if A New Hope doesn't work, and it does. And um, on top of that, too, like I feel like what a lot of franchises don't understand that Star Wars pulled off in 77 was if nothing else ever happened, A New Hope still was good. Yes. yeah. Like yeah. you could still watch it and be like, this was good. Yeah. And then in the same regard, if nothing else ever happened after 6... Those three movies would still be regarded yeah, the absolutely. same way, and that that's that's huge. That's beautiful yeah. that they managed to pull that off. Yeah, and, and I I think that some of the most lasting imagery from Star Wars is is Jedi Luke and is black with his green lightsaber, and 
uh, saving Vader. Um, and, I am a Jedi. Yeah, like my father before me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and and the the demasking of Darth Vader to to that reveal shooketh moment. Yes, yeah. To reveal that humanity of the character um, visually after we get that moment of of him taking on the Emperor uh, is just so good. And and like we were talking about with supplementing material with the prequels that moment has even more weight when you look at the beginning of Anakin and the Emperor's relationship and how manipulative it is and how controlling it is for Vader after all those years to be able to, you know, take him on and cast those shackles off yeah. to save his son. Um, such a great story. Such a great story beat in Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. I love so, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> So some closing thoughts on Return of the Jedi. As I stated earlier, I think this is that perfect culmination. Um, so many of the themes of this franchise and of this story of Star Wars uh, shine through here in this yeah. film um, of love and of family. Um, and that's what I love about it. And that's yeah. why I like to revisit it so much. Uh, yeah. So one thing I forgot to mention was I think this is my favorite soundtrack of any Star Wars movie. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I think the music itself is just so... like. Like, the day Episode Seven came out, I was just playing the Return of the Jedi yeah. soundtrack, like, all day. Like, just, like, blinders on the internet, because I <laughs> yes. saw it Friday, yeah. not Thursday. Yeah. And I was like, don't look, don't look, don't look, Return of the Jedi <laughs> yeah. soundtrack. I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> but no, like, I, like this is my favorite Star Wars movie, because it's everything that sh is great about Star Wars mm -hmm. put into one movie. And, like, it's just a great ending to the original trilogy. It's a great ending to the six movies. And it's a great jumping point for the new trilogy. Yeah. So I just I feel like even though it's not the best movie because there are better movies for me it just holds a special place in my heart of what it was able to do. Right. And like all the factors we talked about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and enjoy the fact that it gives a, a definitive ending. Even though I, I think that we got something really valuable in the sequel trilogy. If it ended there, um, it's a really good way to to wrap this story up. Um, again, I think it's a lot of fun. All the stuff on Tatooine, I think, is a lot of fun. All the stuff on the Forest Moon of Endor is a lot of fun. Um, and I think that it gets a bad rap at times. And I, I think that Return of the Jedi is... It don't deserve yeah, it. Yeah, it's a really <laughs> worthwhile movie to watch. I think that you can watch it on its own and get a lot of value out of it. And I think you can watch it with the original trilogy and get a lot of value in it. And I think that you can watch it as a full marathon rewatch and have a lot of value in that place of the story. And that's not an easy thing to pull off. So I think The Return of the Jedi did a really good job. Yeah. So so that wraps up our our sixth retrospective. Yeah. That was wild. Is, I feel like it was literally like yesterday when you guys were like, can I do a movie podcast? Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, yeah. like let's do it. Yeah. And, and now, now here we are. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> yeah. This is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the places at Chatting Cinema. Um, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Thanks so much to SSTV for allowing us to use the equipment, as always. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.